You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that is emotionally prepared to give you a great time with news and what we've been checking out lately. I'm Cody. I'm very excited to be here. I'm Sam, and I'm totally centered and prepared to give you a good show this week. I'm Josh, and I am one with all the news. I'm Samantha, and I'm unhinged. <laughs> we need at least one. Yeah, one of us. We need one. Yeah. You're in your feral era, or your feral arc. <laughs> it's raccoon Samantha. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Agent of chaos. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning into the show this week. We have a bunch of things uh, to talk about. A lot of DC uh, Cinematic Universe stuff. We're also going to talk about some uh, games that are getting canceled. And maybe your favorite show is coming back. It's getting but uncanceled. One? Yeah, but which one? Which one? Yeah, you'll have to find out. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Come on, Cranky. Take it to the fridge. We're going to take this segment to the fridge. Speaking of apes, yes. uh, is that a Zen Bigfoot? That is a Zen Bigfoot. My folks just got back from Seattle, and apparently Bigfoot is everywhere out there. So there oh. you go. That so is, he's like, you know, so cool. he's the he's the upper northwest of uh, of uh, like the Mothman. Yeah, he's that, the, well, yeah, he's the Bigfoot Buddha. That's you know. Bigfoot country up there. It is, I mean, yeah. I thought Colorado was Bigfoot country. Oh, it's, no. it's all that it's, up that it's, way. It's northwest, uh, Pacific Northwest is all right. Bigfoot. Yeah, it's. it's I, I guess Gravity Falls makes more sense now. Yep, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they just got back. I talked to them this morning. They, uh, yeah, they had a bunch of pictures of Bigfoot, Big Feet. I suppose would be the per- the correct way. Bigfoots or Big, big Feet? Big's Foot. Big's Foots. <laughs> it's like Attorney's General. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, some things we've been doing. I uh, finally got a chance to watch Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Hey, oh, that's nice. A, that is a banger of a movie. It's a heck of a movie. That is really, really good. As have we all seen it here? Nope. Oh, okay. Almost all of us. Almost all of us. I haven't watched Knives Out either. Oh, okay. You don't have to. You, you don't have to. You get a little more out of it if you see it, Knives Out, but you don't have to. They set up Benoit Blanc. All you have to know is he's, he's good at solving mysteries. Yes, except for when they're trivial games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's terrible at Among Us, and he's terrible at Clue. Hates Clue. Hates Clue. Moving around a board, checking off boxes. <laughs> yeah, going but, into rooms. Yeah, and checking off boxes. Yeah. That's which a, is what that character ends up doing. It is what movie. he ends up doing. I yeah. mean, that's well, not probably, him, but... Um, I mean, that's probably the joke. Yeah. <laughs> The movie's great. It is a very uh, not so very um, veiled uh, stab at Elon Musk. Technically, it, that is a coincidence that it mirrors the whole Twitter scenario. It was written before that even happened. I see. Well, then they read the future a little bit yeah. because I would have sworn that. Um, well, all those tech bros are about the same person anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. It's an amalgamation of like Elon of, Musk of just tech bros and Zuckerberg but, and like yeah. I, there was one point where he was wearing a black turtleneck like um, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve Jobs, but basically a rich um, um, entrepreneur has bought an island and invites uh, five of his best friends who are all uh, leaders in their own areas, like his top scientist at his at one of his companies 
and a future politician and Dave Batista as a Twitch streamer. <laughs> kind of like a men's rights. Men's, like, men's and oh, like, 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 like an Andrew Tate. Yeah. 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 yeah that's his, Yeah. And he's um, maybe not as gross. Yeah. No, well. Yeah. He's likable because he's Dave Bautista. <laughs> yes, yes. This is one of Dave Bautista's best acting roles, I yeah. think. I don't know. That, uh, Dave Bautista's got that other movie, A Knock at the Cabin Door, coming out. That, that actually M. sounds movie. really good. It's based on a book. Is it? Yes. All right. I'll, have to, I'll have to let you know about that after the thing. But uh, So, uh, yeah, they are all invited to this island to play a murder mystery game. And for some reason, Benoit Blanc, detective extraordinaire, was all, also invited. But no one knows why he's there. But maybe there is a reason. And I'm not going to spoil anything else because it is twists and turns from beginning to end. Yeah, it, it does about an about face, about it a does. force of the way in that's very well done. I tell you what, my one of my favorite scenes is they're sitting, they're all sitting at dinner, and the uh, Elon Musk character played by Edward Norton, he um, ooh, that sounds great, oh, fantastic, and he's setting up the whole thing for the so we're gonna find out who murdered me, and Benoit Blanc immediately just. Gets oh, yeah. it just like yeah. that. He walks in two seconds, and the 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 must character Norton he uh, he is just so frazzled because he like spent so much money and so much time coming up with this elaborate scenario ser- scenario that that uh, Benoit answers in two seconds. It's, and it's really impressive. And then the story kind of progresses from there. Uh. There's a bigger mystery along with that, and uh, it amazing film. I can't wait for the third one. There are a lot of mini little cameos here and there uh, sprinkled in. Uh, he is playing at one point. He's playing among. He's depressed because Benoit Blanc at the beginning of the movie is kind of depressed because between solving mysteries, he gets real bummed out because everything is just too easy for him. Oh, and it's COVID time. And it's COVID time, so, so he can't go out yeah, and do he anything. Can't go solve mysteries because so, he's stuck at home. So he's sitting in his bathtub playing Among Us with Angela Lansbury. Um. Oh gosh, who were the four? <laughs> Natasha Leone. Not, Natasha Leone. Uh, Stephen. Is it Sondheim? S- Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. And I forget forget who the fourth one was. But they all have. They're all like they've played mis- um crime solvers in in movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the and, joke. Yeah. And Benoit Blanc can't figure out who the imposter is. No, he's he's the imposter. Oh, and they solve it immediately because he doesn't know how to play the game because he's bad at games. Uh, he's great at solving mysteries, terrible at games. And that is a great, great characterization. I, I mean, I'm a terrible imposter. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch, speaking of Natasha Leone, I want to mm. watch that show that, that she and Ryan Johnson just did that's on Peacock. Yeah. That, uh, Poker Face. Poker looks, Face. Looks so good, but I don't have Peacock. Yeah. And well, I don't want to pay for Peacock. Well, there is a way you can do that. Sail the open seas. Yeah, but then I gotta Yo, buy, ho, ho. Then I gotta buy a VPN because I can't get in trouble for that again. <laughs> Well, that sounds like you problem. <laughs> he's, he's on a watch list. So, so yeah, that's the main thing I did. Uh, the other thing I've done is I have started uh, streaming on Twitch. Yeah, I saw. I saw this. I heard about this. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've I've been wanting for a while to stream on Twitch. Just kind of, you know, once nothing dip, crazy. Dip, once dip, a dip, week, dip your toe in. Dip my toe in just to see. We've done a little bit of that with this show. Every now and then we'll stream it on, on our Twitch. But I, I started up my own channel, and I was having a heck of a time coming up with the name and talking uh, over with it with Jor and said that, you know, pretty much going to be streaming late Monday nights because that's the only day I really have time to do that. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to be a job. I want to just kind of flip the thing on and go. So decided that's what the name of the channel is going to be 
is late Monday night. So I jumped in and I streamed for about three hours. I played uh, Vampire Survivor, which, you know, that's what I've talked about on the show. Yeah. And plus it's free. Plus it's, uh, well, it, uh, the PC version was five bucks. Uh, that's it's, it's cheap. It's free. It's, yeah. it's, it might it's as well a, be free. It, yeah. It's yeah. Negli- yeah. Five, five bucks is like five cents in adult money. Yeah. So for the first hour and a half, hour 45 minutes, I was just kind of playing by myself. There was one person that would pop up every once in a while, say, hey, and then kind of move on. And that's about what I was expecting. I didn't expect anything out of this. I'm not a name. I'm just a guy. I've never done this before. But all of a sudden, I had 90 people show up in my <laughs> in my stream. Yes. Apparently, uh, another random streamer that I have never heard of or met decided at the end of their stream said hey why don't you guys go head over to this one it's his first time just go why not so 90 people jumped into my stream and the weirdest thing is normally when people do that they kind of hop in and say hey and then they disappear 50 people stayed watching for another hour and a half wow and of those 50 people at least 20 of them were active in my chat and i was talking asking me questions and i was just kind of responding to them just like oh hey i'm just having a chat and like 12 or 13 of them subscribed to my channel and told nice. me whenever you you seem like a cool dude, whenever you're streaming, we're going to be there. Nice. And that was the best feeling. I, yeah, it was the coolest. Aww. It Sam was the got, coolest feeling. Sam got a serotonin boost. I got, yeah. I got a serious serotonin boost as I was logging out and everything. I was, the chat was saying, oh yeah, see you later. Well, you know, we'll see you next time. See you next Monday with this, that, and the other. And right before I logged out, one guy just said, such a good guy. Aww. And I was like. Ah, oh, man, that's great. Sometimes the internet isn't a garbage fire. S- sometimes it's okay. <laughs> sometimes it's okay. I'm still very rough at it. I'm I'm very, very rough at I it. I mean, but <laughs> we've been doing this for like more than eight years and we're still kind of rough. Well, it's, and that's not, no, I'd, I'd say we're good at this part, well, yeah. but talking with myself, talking to myself. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a skill you have to yeah. practice abs- and work on yeah it absolutely is well i started the stream by saying you know this my my stream my channel is the uh epitome of the adage if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to see it did they stream on twitch (laughs) so but yeah it turned out people heard the tree (laughs) turns out a few people heard the tree and might be hearing from you know subsequent trees so I don't know. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep trying. You know, nothing crazy. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm going to set up like donations or anything like that for it because I don't. I don't care about yeah, that stuff. That, that's like a, one of those like you'll come to that bridge when when I need to. Yeah. But I yeah, I think the next thing I'm going to be working on is alerts, like coming up with something for that, like a little yeah. graphic or something. But very still very rough at it. But usually Mondays at midnight, um, EST for I don't know a couple hours, basically while I'm doing my laundry. <laughs> And the best part is I'm using a little uh, a little PNG like little uh, graphic for yeah. when I talk and stuff. Your and PNG tuber. My my PNG tuber. I'm I'm a half step away from being one of those 3D anime girls on the internet that people seem to love. <laughs> I just had a hor- I just had a dumb thought. Okay. <laughs> using one of those like wifey waifu like anime girl things and just having my deeper voice i mean it's it's, it's been done it's been oh, done I, I oh sure it's been done Th- there's one that has like a it's an anime girl that has like a brain slug and the guy's voice comes out of the brain slug <laughs> oh. that's actually kind of clever yeah that's kind of cool i forget who it is but it was a good concept that is a good concept hey you forgot your brain slugs <laughs> when hermes is giving everybody the brain slugs <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right that's what i've been doing this week 
I'm, I'm happy for you, well, bud. That well, sounds, thank you. That thank sounds you. great. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I might actually do uh, bonus streams when I'm uh, editing this show uh, Friday nights. I might flip it on because even if one person shows up, you know, hey, whatever. I'm not... Hey, even if no hey, one shows hey, up, see how the whatever. hot dogs are made. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a game you should play um, on your stream. It's called Mighty Mini Golf. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I might. I very well might. <laughs> oh yeah, I I dipped in. I dipped back into that uh, to test out your new aiming system. The, here's the, here's a question: Do you think you'll ever have controller support for your game? Yes, that's something I can do. Okay, because I think I I would be. I like Mighty Mini Golf. I've, I've downloaded it. I played it, and it's really good. You know the voice acting for when the balls go in the hole. That's you know top <laughs> quality right there. I don't. The I don't best know. Best part of the game. Best part of the game. But <laughs> but uh, the one thing I found a little difficult was I'm not used to WASD, and uh, if if it was like one stick to move your guy around and one stick to aim the ball once you're once you're there, it's not going to be that complicated. But you might actually might be able to do it now. Okay. I think if you hit Control Y okay. during the game, it should pop up a a control dialog box. Okay, that lets control you y. do that. All right, uh, next, yeah, I'll I'll have to boot it up and uh, and check that out because I really like your game. You know, Thank it's, you. it's really really well done, and uh, uh, more people should play it. I mean, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah, but control more more obvious controller support is something I've been meaning to put in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How the, how those other levels come in? Uh, I've made two. Okay. <laughs> there's one with a crab that will try to kill you if you hit it with a golf ball. Nice, nice. And there's one where you have to hit the golf ball across a busy street. Yeah. Frogger style. Yeah. I like it. I like it. You should make like a, a pack of levels that are like pastiches of, I mean, I don't want to tell you what to, what to do for your game, but pastiches of other classic arcade games. Like there's a Burger Time map. And a red uh, a Donkey Kong map. I was actually thinking of doing that specifically for Torg. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have a booth at Torg. Net, well, this year, what, but what, it's what's, not what's, for like... What's Torg stand for? Oh, God, I forget what it it's, stands for. It's the for. gaming... Uh, yeah, it's it's a Ohio like re- retro gaming convention. The uh, Ohio retro... Is that what it's saying? I, the I, Ohio retro gaming yeah, convention? Yeah, convention Torg, yeah. I, I'm going to yeah. look it up. You keep talking. Uh, but they they give free, they gave out ten free booths to indie game developers, which is extremely cool of them. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, and I signed up for that, and they said, "Yeah." So, oh wow, that's, I will that's be there awesome. for the Saturday of it. Oh, that's that's awesome, dude. That's really really cool. Thanks. But I I was thinking about putting together a a even if it's just nine holes course yeah. of classic game stuff to put through. Yeah, that would be really neat. Get a Ridge Racer level, or <laughs> no? You should do like a like a like F Zero or something. <laughs> just the cut along Big Blue. Yeah. Well, anyways, what are some things you guys have been uh, doing this week? Oh, I pulled out the Nintendo DS for some reason. I got a, just a wild hair about me that I wanted to play New Super Mario Brothers. Okay, which I have played a lot of, but I've also like dipped into a bunch of other weird DS games. I don't know where it came from. Sometimes the mood just strikes, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, I played a lot of Donkey Kong Jungle Climber. Okay. Which is a weird one where you move with the L and R buttons on mm-hmm. the top of the DS and can like grab walls and climb by alternating the L and R. That oh, sure. It kind of rotates Donkey Kong up as you hit the buttons. The whole game is played with that. And there is one for the Game Boy Advance 
not as good. Yeah. This DS one is actually very good and like very reminiscent of Donkey Kong Country, like graphically. Oh, interesting. Um, there's an alien that's a banana peel, uh, which is a fun character oh, design. That's, that's kind of neat, especially for Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah that's great. But uh, it was it's a surprisingly good game that that nobody talks about. Yeah, I've never heard of that, but that sounds sounds like a lot of fun. That's awesome. An English patch release for uh, Metal Max Two Reloaded. Which is, it's a okay. Japanese JRPG series that takes place in post-apocalyptic Earth. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a Mad Max style thing. Oh, cool. Um, Very light on story. It just kind of gives you like leads and you go out and like you play as a bounty hunter. So you go out and hunt monsters to get money um, and you get vehicles. Oh, that's so cool. So you manage a party and their vehicles as you go around the post-apocalypse and, and do s- stuff. <laughs> Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Um, there, there's so many hidden gems on the regular DS. It, I've I've enjoyed going back to to it. Oh, good, good. Except uh, for games. Oh, sorry. Except for games that use the touchscreen too much, because that yeah. sucks. So the acronym for Torg is the Ohio Retro Gamer. Okay, that's okay. fine. <laughs> that works. <laughs> okay. Thank yeah. you for that update. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took forever to find. Well, it's not on their website. <laughs> I had to like dig. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, Josh, what have you been doing this week? Other than watching stuff that you guys will make fun of me for. No, let's no. I, no, no, I, I, no, no. I would never make Josh. You know me. I would. Never, you know what I'm gonna say. I would never. You know what make I'm gonna fun say. Of your anime. No, are I'm gonna, not. Are you gonna say Velma again? Yes. Yeah, we're not. Uh, no, we can't. You can't talk about Velma. Can't I know. About, no, we're I, not giving it any more oxygen. Uh, I I watched the first three episodes of Koala Man. Is that any good? Eh. It's got Roy or had Royland in it, so well. He, if it makes you feel any better, he's a villain in his episode, <laughs> just like in real life. <laughs> just like in real life, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird because the third episode kind of like builds more on the world because you think it's like, oh, it's just weird Australia. It's weird alternate history Australia. Okay, like there's a guy in Australia that manipulated the time stream by warning the Titanic. That it was going to sink, and it changed all of history. Interesting. Because there was a mummy on board the Titanic, <laughs> which ended up surviving and becoming president of the United States, and then later falling in love with either Khrushchev or Gorbachev in the Soviet <laughs> Union, and left to go to the moon. And, oh. when, and when the mummy left, America fell into a war and destroyed itself, and Hollywood broke off and became an island. Okay. This is higher concept. It is. It is a weird. Yeah. It is a weird show. It sounds like X Cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's an ugly show too. I think it was made by the same people who made the Yolo Crystal Adventures, whatever. Show. Oh, the, the, like the Bush World Adventures. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. That would fit with the Australia. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is like Koala Man. He, like it's like a small little town, and everyone knows who he is. <laughs> There's these two guys that are basically just kind of. Uh, I don't know, local near to wells or whatever, like local you know, hooligans. Yeah, they're like you know constantly high and loitering and doing bad stuff. And it's like, hey, you stop there! And they're all like, you know, screw off, koala man, give him a finger and stuff like that. Oh Every, yeah. And no one likes him. Like no one. Like, he's a constantly trying to make him, you know, make people love koala man as a character or oh, whatever. Gotcha. Man, they always make these adult animated comedies so ugly looking and then we get one that looks good and it's Velma. And yeah. it's Velma. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm caught up on the English dub of uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, we need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's weird because the Japanese sub is only two episodes ahead. So it's wow. not like, yeah, oh, okay. in, in this world of online streaming and stuff, we don't have to wait three years for a dub to come <laughs> to dub the United States. We can get it in like a week or so. We've been working our way back through Spy Family. I love that show it is good. so much. It's probably one of my favorite modern anime right now. It's so cute. It's so fun. It's very well done, like animation wise. The soundtrack is top notch for me. Especially the openings and closings. The opening by Bump of Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really cute, but keeps itself from getting too saccharine. Yeah. Because, yeah. because there's spy stories in there. There's the spy story. There's the assassin. There's the assassin arc. There's the whole thing with Anya's backstory, which they still haven't gotten into. And then later on, there's backstory to the family dog Bond. <laughs> the dog, the, the family dog named Bond, who can see the future, and he nice. wears it, and he wears a bow tie. Yeah, nice. Because he's nice. named after Bondman, the spy TV show that Anya <laughs> likes to yeah. likes to watch, but also you know James Bond. He, he mm. can preconceive things, and then Anya, the little girl, can see them because she's psychic. Oh, so the uh, girl yeah. and the dog kind of work kind together, of team, like tag team kind of thing. Yeah. The whole like thing that. is Anya, Anya can read minds. Yeah, okay. and I think it has to do with her little, her little, ta- her, little her little cones the on little her head, booby tassels she wears <laughs> on her head. Yeah, her little cones on her head. I feel like she's got like a she's got like a like a like a psyche like a uh, what was it what was that name of that show psychi uh, psychi or whatever. Yeah, he's got those little those little psychic doodads on his head i guess we've never really explained the gist yeah. of spy family so have, spy, family, spy family is set in a vaguely european-esque world that is the city's called berlin if that berlin yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah berlin in the country of westalia like, or yeah. something like that or he's from westalia i can't remember it's like, not. It's not terribly important. To no, the no, 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 no. So what's, what's the yeah, What's the elevator pitch? What's so the thrust of this? You have the main character, uh, Lloyd Folger, which is his alias. Uh, he is on a. He is like one of the world's top spies for it's his country. Twi- his name's Twilight. Yeah, he, yeah. He's Agent Twilight. He's like the super spy. Yeah, he is like the okay. James Bond. Gotcha. He's a master of disguise. He's all the. He's all these things. All of it. Yeah. And so for his current mission, he has to fake a family. So he adopts this little girl this from little, an orphanage. Yeah, who happens to be psychic, which he doesn't know. Yeah, and also has to marry a woman who he doesn't know is also an assassin. Okay, <laughs> and then they have to be a fake family who you know slowly become a real family over sure, time. Sure, sure. And uh, hijinks ensue. Oh, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, like he's like constantly trying to do his mission, and Anya knows his mission. It's about world peace. Yeah, but yeah, but he doesn't know that she knows because she, he doesn't know that she's psychic. Oh, gotcha. Oh, uh, also, uh, when he gets married, his his fake wife um, thinks she's getting married so she doesn't accidentally get picked up by the um, the secret police for being suspicious. Because she's a young woman who's not married. Oh, gotcha. Okay, uh, because at, she's too busy being an assassin. <laughs> so everybody also her in the day family job. has a has a hit everyone has a secret. Has a yeah. secret. Everyone thing. has a little secret. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Also, uh, his wife, your uh, her brother, is in the secret police. Like he's pretty high up in the secret police. Interesting. And he hates him. 
Okay. He absolutely hates him. Yeah, hates Lloyd. He hates Lloyd. It, and is obsessed with his own sister. It's, it's weird. It's, it, it is really <laughs> uncomfortable. He, it's like the one aspect of the show I don't like. Yeah. Mm. It's the only aspect of the show I don't like. Fortunately, he's not in, he's not in much. No. He pops up only a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure as the show reaches its crescendo, it'll probably be more... Yeah, I'm still waiting for the twist where either lo- either Agent Twilight has to find she has some kind of weird name because she's a you know a infamous assassin or whatever. The Thorn Princess. Thorn Princess. That's what it is. Yeah, the Thorn Princess assassin. But her brother exists so they could put pressure on her and Lloyd to be more like intimate and be look oh. more married. There has to be somebody there to make them like have to kiss or something right, or, or yeah. act more like a couple yeah um i mean there's i mean and there's also you know a bunch of like supporting characters like there's like um the shopkeep who's also like a um scruffy head he, scruffy head yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anya calls him scruffy head but he is like uh lloyd's like he's the forger that's what he is he he makes fake documents for lloyd okay but he also runs Big like dad, a, he's kind of a Almost like a like cue. a cue, yeah. Okay. Except he's like a goofball, yeah. and kind of like he's always trying to like date women, but they never want to date him. He's stuck in a newspaper booth all day. Yeah, mm. and then there's the handler who's the uh, head of uh, the head of uh, the local branch of the spy network that Lloyd is a part of, and is a hot lady. <laughs> <laughs> she's got like a, she's got like she's she looks kind of like if um like a mommy. <laughs> <laughs> If uh, was that part where they were, she was like interrogating a guy and stepping on him, and I just went, I wish that were me. <laughs> she, she's like Carmen San Diego. If Carmen San Diego had red hair and wore all black, oh, yeah, I gotcha. But she's this called handler. A, a psych tells everybody he's a psychologist, and uh, Anya says like he's a feelings doctor. Yeah. Feelings doctor, I like that. Yeah, but he works in a hospital. Like okay. he works in a hospital. I, I say this a lot about anime. It seems like, but it's not a very anime anime. It's well because it's so western. It's almost like a sitcom. It, sounds like it. It really is. Yeah. Also, the food is beautifully drawn. And I hate it, it, and it makes me want to eat it it's, so bad. It's, it's like studio, it's like studio Ghibli food. Honestly, it's, it's very Western inspired. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, too. I can't tell if it's supposed to be like World War Two or beyond because a lot of things feel like it's set in the 30s, but then they have like color TVs. Well, having it set in a world that is not. The, the real, real world. world. They yeah. can do. Yeah. They can ma- mash up uh, eras. Yeah, they pick and choose what they want. Like yeah, a thirties, fifties, like 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 Archer. Like it's vaguely you know vaguely sixties or yeah. vaguely whatever. Yeah, the, the Forgers' TV is very retro. Looks like a very retro. But it's CRT. in color. But it's, but in, it's in color. It's color. Gotcha. Uh, but there's no cell phones. There's you know there's telephone like regular telephones. Um, but no, I really love the show. Like yeah, there's this element of action and whatnot, and they always allude to like the assassination stuff, but you never really see it that much. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when you see like your, the wife uh, doing like super crazy stuff, it's in defense of like Anya. Like she might be getting like, try to get somebody tries to nab her off the street or something. And she chases him down terrifyingly. Yeah, yeah uh. there, There's one where she loses Anya somewhere and just like, quickly jumps up to the ceiling and is hanging in the rafters looking around looking getting around. Oh, yeah, at, view. At, at the dog adoption yeah, the, thing yeah. the dog adoption oh, interesting thing. very interesting and nobody seems to notice huh uh she beats up a dude in an alley and like does like all these like ninja flips like bouncing between the walls and stuff awesome and she's all like mama's scary <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we are going to dig into this week's news. The folks at Sidekicks Coffee are more than happy to make you your favorite hot or iced coffee, tea, hot chocolate, lattes, and more. Sidekicks have two locations. In the Marion Center Mall, Tuesday through Saturday, opening at 10 a.m., and they're on the road drive up next to the Pet Sanctuary on Marion Waldo Road, Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sidekicks Coffee. We are back from the break. Thank you all for sticking with us. Let's go ahead and get into some news. You know, it just dawned on me, I don't have any clips for any DC movies or TV shows on the board. Oh, I have breaking news that I learned this morning. Breaking news. The only video game that Nick Offerman has ever played was Banjo-Kazooie. Really? And he mainlined it in a week and liked it so much it scared him and off of video games. Really? Wow. That's that's impressive. And, and I, I, I can kind of see that. He went in at the, the top of the medium, the top mm-hmm. of the art form. <laughs> Decided he'd seen the best, you know, there it has to offer and left. And I can respect that. I can respect that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Was this like an, an interview question since he's on, uh, yeah, on uh, The Last of, Us. Last of Us? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, let's talk about some, uh, some things that have been going on this past week or so. Uh, the first one, this is kind of the big one. So James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran... The two guys that are now in charge of the DC <laughs> reigning it all back in cinematic universe, trying to trying to put out as many fires as they possibly can. They uh, released what their big plans are for the upcoming months and years, and it's kind of a doozy. So we're just going to go down the list and kind of talk a little bit about each one. First one that they announced was Superman Legacy, written by James Gunn. And it says, we'll follow Kal-El as he reconciles his extraterrestrial origins with his human family and upbringing. So it's probably going to be a little bit more of a thinker. The other thing that makes me think, since they're not, they're, I'm glad they're not doing like a whole full like Superman reboot kind of thing. It's not, at this point, it's not needed. People already know where Superman's from. Yeah, it's such ingrained into pop culture. It's like, we know how Batman becomes Batman. We know how Superman, we know how Spider- That was the one thing I liked about Spider-Man in the MCU was it's alluded, but you don't. they don't just throw it in your face. Yeah, we don't yeah. have to see Uncle Ben die. I don't, I don't think there's actually an Uncle Ben cast in the MCU currently. No. No. And it's not necessary. No, he, he's briefly mentioned in Civil War, or a tragedy is mentioned with his uncle. That's all it is said. That's all it he's, is. He carries his briefcase uh, his briefcase says Ben on it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot Which about that. Which is a good Easter egg. It's a good Easter egg. the world. Exactly. Yeah. Um, although I always like to think that uh, that the Uncle Ben would have been, oh, what's his name from My Cousin Vinny? Because Mr. Rissato May played, yeah. his, played his girlfriend. Yeah. He was in Home Alone. Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is as Uncle Ben. <laughs> I don't think Joe Pesci would have let himself hey, get shot hey, by a thug. you think I'm an uncle? You think I'm an uncle? Do I look like an uncle to you? Do I look like an uncle to you? He, he he's the he's the kind of he's the kind of you know Queens resident that has a baseball bat in his car at all times. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up is uh, this is kind of a weird poll. It is the Authority, which is a Wildstorm, uh, or at least was at in its inception a Wildstorm Comics 
group that was brought into the DCU when everything was merged, when all the companies were merged together. Kind of like, you know, Watchmen, this, that, yeah, and the other. Yeah, the Charlton uh, Comics guys that were Watchmen. Right. So the Authority is, it was originally published in 1999, and it was these seven heroes who had really weird high concept powers and were all jerks. It's like, what if the super, what if the Justice League were all a bunch of jerk dummies that, that are really myth- misanthropic and, you know, they're going to save the world, but they don't care about the little picture. They just, the, the boys kind of like the boys <laughs> kind of like, kind of like if the seven from the boys were not outwardly evil or secretly evil, if they were actually still doing uh, yeah. good things, but they don't care, like buildings falling on this person or this meteor is going to crash on earth. Well, there's no question. Meteor. Meteor. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not about finding the better way. It's about finding the the, the way. The way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. It actually has one of the one of the more interesting characters, Jack Hawksmore, who has the ability. Was it knowledge based on city? So like he can commune with cities. He has to be inside a major city at all times. He can travel. Uh, through warp pipes from city to main <laughs> metropolitan area to main metropolitan area. And when he's in that metropolitan area, he learns, he can psychically pull information from like any area of that, of that city. That is high concept and weird. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it makes <laughs> Plus he has like Kung Fu powers. He's like a Kung Fu master or something. Kung Fu powers. <laughs> Kung Fu powers. <laughs> also, he can punch good. Yeah. I mean, you got to punch good. This also is where the uh, Apollo and the Midnighter come from. Mm-hmm. And they are, they were, what if Superman and Batman were a couple? Basically, Apollo is like uh, from a planet where sun power, he gets powers from the sun and it's more like energy beam based and Midnighter was a government experiment. Um, that's going to play real good with the crowd that's mad about James Gunn being, yeah. Yeah, which good, you know, let yeah. him get mad. It's a, you know what? It's a weird poll, but I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd I be feel like they looked, they looked in their repertoire of like, what do we have for edgy group projects? Because you know, the boys is popular. Yeah. Uh, Invincible was pretty popular. Yeah. This is, Definitely that. And yeah. that. It fits in with his, like, the Peacemaker stuff, too, kind of. Yeah, I, I have a feeling they're probably going to rewrite it a little bit to be more along the lines of a Peacemaker yeah. or a Suicide Squad like kind it, of Like an elevated Peacemaker with, with more superpowers, less grounded. Basically, yeah. So we have uh, Brave and the Bold, which is uh, more than likely going to be a Batman, Batman team-up uh, movie. Well, yeah, it's the Brave and the Bold. Which is, you know, a Batman-centric project. Yeah. Well, they had the animated series years ago. Oh, yeah. Batman and uh, the Brave and the Bull was one great. Of my favorite. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it's right there, right underneath Batman the Animated Series. Batman Brave and the Bull is right there. If you ever get a chance to watch it, absolutely check Plus, it out. Plus, Kevin or Conroy comes back to voice... The Batman the, of Zurana. Yeah, the alien Batman. Alien Batman. And he's drawn in the style of the Tim... Bruce Timverse. It's it's one of like the prime examples of saying like there are multitudes to Batman. Like yes. you can, different interpretations are good. Yeah, because look at this. <laughs> like you can be goofy, but you can also be Batman. Yeah. Plus, their final episode, he teams up with Ambush Bug, my favorite character <laughs> of DC Comics that no one knows about. 
the the one character that knows that he is in a comic book and can talk to the reader and yeah he's kind of fourth wall breaking awareness yeah he's like and he was voiced by henry winkler and the entire episode was about jumping the shark yeah batmite was trying to make batman brave and the bull jump the shark so it would get canceled so that he can get his brand new grim and gritty batman show on the air and then oh there's a fake trailer for a cg batgirl show that i wish was real but isn't oh it's so good you know what i miss you know what i miss talking about like cg dc shows i miss that cgi bruce tim like uh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Show. Yeah, yeah, that was a actually, really good yeah. show. I actually downloaded that recently. I'm going to be watching it. Um, it sucks. I, it sucks. It ends like the way it does. But yeah, it kind of out of no. It just kind of stops. Stops. It doesn't really end. It doesn't. It doesn't resolve anything. I wish Cartoon Network would have better supported that DC block. That they I wish had. they would have. Too. Oh yeah, because you had Young Justice. You had the Green Lantern show. There was something else. Teen Titans. Teen Titans United. Um, no, no, no. They're not United. Super Best. Friends. Super bad. Yeah, there was short. There was a lot of Sh- really, a lot of good, really shorts. good shorts. Yeah. Oh yeah, the super. Yeah, the 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 kind of like um, the doll centric. Uh, it was DC. Be- it was before that though. Oh. It was kind of the impetus that brought in DC superhero girls, and then they finally did hire Lauren Faust, who did the shorts, to revamp the line after they made a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just remember a short about vibe. The 1980s break dancer. Oh, yeah. And I think it was, um, what's his name? He was on Carlos Alucarque or something like that. He was he was the voice of Al Rocco. Al-Siraki. Al-Siraki, yes. He was the voice of Rocco in Rocco's Modern Life. He was oh. also on uh, Reno 911. Yeah. But he, I think he was, hey, man, it is vibe. I'm here. And yeah, it was I mean, that's really definitely funny, your, funny your schlocky it, thing. Yeah, I love I love schlock, and that is definitely there, schlock. There was a lot of, there was good plastic man shorts. Yeah, oh, those were pretty good. Really those good. were pretty yeah. good. There was good and, animal. And that was man. Tom Kenny. Was, yeah, Tom was Kenny, Plastic Man. Plastic Man. Yeah, there was Weird Al, Animal Man. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, good good stuff. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, just looks like it's gonna be. It seems like yeah, they're gonna be doing a Supergirl movie as well. I wonder. I'm fine with that. Well, since the CW is pretty much ending, because the Flash, the Flash show's done, Legends of Tomorrow's done, but. Clark and Lois are still is still on the air. Yeah, and it's still on the slate. Or so. Superman and Lois. Yeah, yeah, it's still on the slate too. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I wonder if they'll, they'll cast the same the same woman they had as Supergirl. I bet they don't. I bet they don't. I wouldn't be upset if they did because I really liked her. Oh, as Supergirl. Yeah. I kinda oh want, yeah, I kind of want them to do what they did with Matt Ryan and Constantine. Yeah, and that she- would be kind of neat. But yeah, I don't see them doing that because they're considering the Superman and Lois show and Elseworlds like a alternate parallel universe version. I think so, even Superman and Lois does that itself in its own universe. Right. Yeah. Um, Swamp Thing. We're getting a third Swamp Thing movie. <laughs> yeah. It's what universe are we living in in which there are going to be three separate Swamp, Swamp Thing. thing. <laughs> separate and hopefully not equal. <laughs> hopefully not equal. They keep trying... It's it's the weirdest thing. They keep trying Swamp Thing. There were there was the original live action movie. There was the Return of Swamp Thing that was a jokey mess. Oh, it's I mean, awful. It's awful, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to watch, but it's awful. There's a good riff tracks for it. Yeah, there was the Swamp Thing TV series that made it ten episodes. Yeah, before getting before, you know getting in trouble for uh, South Carolina laws, something like that. They, yeah, yeah, it got canceled pretty um, unceremoniously, but it did have a uh, Blue Demon. That's true. Or Blue Devil. The, oh, yeah. Blue Demon. The, the Mexican <laughs> wrestler. Luchador Demon. just shows up. 
Yeah, he comes in, he suplexes and wears a business suit. No, yeah. <laughs> Blue Blue Devil, which was a, a really obscure poll. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had that. They had the, that animated series that lasted five episodes. Enough to make a bunch of action figures. Yeah, they, had, they had a lot of cool toys that were really slime cool related. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna try another Swamp Thing movie. I don't know. I think we had. I think we had peak Swamp Thing in the Harley Quinn show. Oh yeah, that's a really good Swamp <laughs> with, Thing with his ponytail. I kind like of Mark Hamill's Swamp Thing in Justice League Action mm-hmm. too. Also very good. Oh, Justice League Action was such a good. That's a was good such cartoon. a good show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're also getting a couple of new DC U shows that are going to be tied in with the continuity. The Creature Commandos, another very, very deep poll. Yeah, I'd never wasn't heard that of the, that. Wasn't that the DC equivalent to uh, the Howling Commandos? More or less. So um, there, in the comics, there is a uh, secret government agency called Shade, Agents of Shade, S-H-A-D-E, <laughs> and it stands for something. I don't know what it is. Uh, and this and the movies in this movie uh, TV series, it looks like Amanda Waller is going to be in charge of them. Oh, of course she is. The new Fifty Two had that Frankenstein and the Agents of Shade comic. Yes, that with, is yeah. that is the Creature Commandos. You're going there is it's a team of mercenaries or government agents that are all themed around Universal monsters. So you have the literal Frankenstein that everyone calls Adam. You have the literal Bride of Frankenstein who has two extra arms grafted onto her and she has a gun in each arm nice. she's like she's like uh she's like, and she dances while she shoots it's like bayonetta with four arms instead of guns on feet i, I saw her in the image that they were i'm like okay yeah. i'm here if there's a ride of frankenstein up in yeah. here oh yeah it's a it's a whole thing there's like the gill man and there's a whole bunch of other ones and they're all thematically built around the uni- universal monsters it's really cool yeah. and this is an animated show and this is an animated show yes we're getting a TV show of Waller, which I'm hoping is a secret sequel to Peacemaker. It is. Oh, it is? It is. I, okay. read, I read about it. It is a, a direct spinoff of Peacemaker. Good. We, we need that. So, so, so basically what they're saying is Peacemaker and The Suicide Squad are still in canon. This, it's all canon at this point. Those are anything That's James canon. Anything James Gunn has touched in the DCU so far is canon. So Suicide Squad. That's so Suicide Squad. Yeah, the good stuff, which yeah. is one thing, and Wonder Woman, but that doesn't count, right? <laughs> Shazam. Yeah, Shazam was pretty good. And, yeah. uh, and despite Amber Heard, Aquaman wasn't terrible. It was just full of bloat because there was too many storylines converging. Yeah, that's fair. Let's see another one. I'm excited for Booster Gold, the greatest hero no one's heard of. Oh yeah, I mean he's from the future. He has brand deals like a NASCAR driver. It's great. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised it's taken this long for them to do a Booster Gold. Show. It's it's such I a mean, genius idea. He was like, pretty big. He was pretty prevalent in um, Justice League Unlimited. He only had one episode. Did he? Yeah, I felt he like only, he, I he, felt like he was in more. He only had one episode. I mean, he was voiced by. I mean, his ro- little playing robot buddy Skeets was voiced by um, Billy um, Billy West. Billy yeah. West. But uh, so Booster Gold, the whole deal is is he was a sports star in the 25th century who got kicked out of uh, future football and was working in a superhero wing of the Metro, uh, Metropolis Museum, steals a time machine and a newspaper, an almanac with, you know, a list of whenever he mar- there are he, issues. He, he, he Biff Tannins it. He Biff, he Biff Tannins it and goes back to the 20th century to try to stop crimes before they're committed and get as many brand deals as possible. He was essentially, they were ripping off Booster Gold in Mystery Men with uh, Captain Amazing, where he had the... Uh, 
the sponsorships all over his his suit. Oh, it has been so long since I've seen that. Oh, movie. Mystery Men is a great movie. Oh, I love oh, yeah, that it's movie. A classic. Yeah. So so yeah, looking forward to that one. We have lanterns. So I'm super gonna excited be about this one. Green Lantern. So we might see a whole bunch of different Green Lanterns. It they name dropped. Uh, John Stewart and Hal Jordan Good. in the thing. So those are those are the main two main characters. ones. I I hope they put Kyle Rayner in there somewhere because that is that is my Green will, Lantern. Will, will it be Kyle Rayner or will it be Ion? Uh, Kyle Rayner because I I much prefer as much as I like you know Kyle Rayner who knows what he's doing and is a competent hero. I like early his early tenure as as the Green Lantern where he was just a freelance artist who somehow lucked into getting a Green Lantern ring with no instruction booklet and was just told, figure it out. You're the only one. I mean, the last Guardian found him in the back of an alley going like, hey. Hey, you'll um, have to do. So all the Lanterns are dead, and this is the last ring. Ganthet literally says, you will have to do. I'm not even sure it was Ganthet. It was. Was it Ganthet? Ganthet was the last remaining land, okay. uh, Guardian. I mean, but also that Kyle Rayner run is also what created the, you know, fridging your women trope. <laughs> But that also, in retrospect, uh, brought attention to Gail Simone. That's true. Super famous comic writer because she started the website Women in Refrigerators. And that's how the comics industry found her. And she went from being a uh, blogger, uh, a blogger and hairdresser to, to a writer, uh, one of the biggest comic yeah. writers one of, of the, all time, the preeminent comic and one writers. of the biggest trolls on Twitter I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. She's 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 a she's a hoot. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, but also uh, he had a really 90s looking suit. That suit. Oh, is, no, it's great. It's so dumb in his big, stupid mask. What about Guy Gardner with his bowl cut? Uh, you know what? I I'll really, take Guy Gardner with his bowl cut. That's I fine. really hope if they're going to bring in Guy Gardner, I hope they at least do an episode of, uh, what was it? Um, there was a Justice League of America or something, and Batman just straight up punches him in the in the face. Oh, yeah. He, ca- yeah, he takes his ring off because he's like, okay, you want to fight? Man Let's to go. Man, one-on-one. Let's go. Takes his takes the Green Lantern ring off. Batman clocks him in the face, knocks him out in one punch immediately. Yep. And immediately breaks his nose. Yes. And everyone else in the Justice League or the Justice League. Start America, laughing at him. Yeah, and they hate yeah. him. They yeah. hate him. Well, because Guy Gardner is the angry one. Well, yeah. Well, that comic was also like, was like a workplace comedy set in the DC universe. And yes. the only Justice League characters they could use were Batman because they needed a big name mm. pool. And... Martian Manhunter. Black Black Canary, Martian Manhunter, Booster Gold, Shazam. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, Guy Gardner. But at the time, it's because no one else cared about those characters other than Batman. Flash? Flash might have been there. No, no, no. Flash was was too big at the time. I want a Black Canary show. That would be great. Give me a Black Canary show. They were talking about it at at one point, but I don't know if it's going to happen I think it got swept under the rug with the the Discovery merger. Yeah. So the last... uh, Show for the gun era. Yeah, the gun DCU. era. The gun era. Yeah. <laughs> they're, is, they're going to Earth. They're going to Earth too. Is a uh, flashback of um, Wonder Woman called Paradise Lost. It's set on Themyscira, and it's um, teenage or late teen, early twenties Wonder Woman. Young probably, Wonder. It's young, young Wonder Woman. Young Wonder Woman is probably the last episode. Will be her getting the stuff and heading to the world of man going to the world of man. So they're kind of rebooting (laughs) going to solve world war two basically. Yeah. (laughs) Or or, or world war one. If you're Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there are a couple other things with this, and I'm going to go through them real quick. We've been that, talking about this a lot. That was a smart move to go to World War One too. That less yeah. less baggage there. Less baggage. <laughs> so uh, what, the way they're they're playing that is there are going to be four um, things that are not part of the DCEU. They're calling thing. them. They're calling them their else worlds. They're calling them the else worlds, and it is the Joker movie with with Lady Gaga with Lady Gaga Joker two Folly Ado. Uh, they're doing a sequel to The Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, The Batman Part 2. Yeah, I'll take that. Give me that. Yeah, that was a good uh, movie. Teen Titans Go is going to continue. Of course, of course it is. It's the only show it's, Cartoon Network has. It's, right. It's, it's it's their SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah, basically. And Superman and Lois is going to continue. There are four movies that take place before the, the universe resets. So these four movies are going to be the end of the pre Basically, they're era. already the made. Snyder basically, more or less. Basically, they're done. And it would cost them money to not release them. So it's the sec- the sequel to Shazam, the Flash, which there's which there's a trailer out for. Yeah, and the Flash. Yeah, <laughs> Blue the Beetle. Crime Flash. I'm happy they're keeping Blue Beetle. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, the sequel to Aquaman. Because so, it's because it's probably already in the bag. Yeah, these are all which, already which in the is bag. dumb because Batgirl was too, and Batgirl fell to the axe. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we have uh, time for one more. Let's talk about a bunch of online games that are going bye-bye. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, so Rumbleverse, that uh, uh, multi, uh, massively multiplayer... Uh, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite punch em up yes. Fortnite, but fighting. The, uh, yeah, the Battle Royale with... Battle Royale, over, that's with, what I meant. With the over-the-top wrestling stuff is heading into its sunset. It is yeah, slated... Yeah, go ahead. It has been officially announced by Iron Galaxy that they are canceling or they are shutting down service February 28th. After six, only six months. Not even a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did not give this game enough time to breathe. It's, it's a shame because I have, I played a round or two of it and I watched a lot of people play it and it looked like a lot of fun. It seemed I pretty mean, cool. They had, they had, they went through, they, they flipped seasons really fast. Like the first season was only a few weeks long. Mm-hmm. And then the second season brought in uh, a whole nother part of the map and some more moves, and they've been slowly filling more moves and weapons into the into the game. Not a lot, not a lot, but not, they were trying. And there weren't yeah. a lot of, um, I mean, there were tweaks here and there, but there was no huge changes to the actual gameplay itself. Right. And now they're you're not going to be able to play it at all after yeah, I mean, February, yeah. which is bad for preservation. But on it's, the other hand, they are going to be yes. On the other hand, on the other hand, Knockout City, the EA yeah. dodgeball. Deathmatch. Yeah, game. the retro, yeah. retro futuristic <laughs> knockout city, which is like all like you know greaser punks type of stuff. Yeah, throwing dodgeballs at each other. Yeah, which is re- was actually pretty fun. I played a fun. little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did when it was when it came out. Yeah, that's shutting down too. But they've promised to release private server versions oh, of it. Oh, that's kind of nice. So you can keep playing it with your friends if you liked it, which is the way you should handle these situations. That's, that's pretty cool. The one thing I was going to mention on Rumbleverse before we get off of that, they um, Epic has said that they are going to refund yes. all of your purchases. Yes, if you bought games, anything. So any skins, anything like that. Anything since the game came out, you can get a refund. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty classic. So they for me, that's do that. two battle passes and a couple packs of Monies. I'm surprised they didn't funnel it into V Bucks. <laughs> I kind of am too. Yeah. I mean, I'll when when I get my refund, I'll probably just funnel it into V Bucks anyway, <laughs> yeah. which I, I hate. But I still need to get the battle pass for Fortnite so I can get the Doom Slayer. <laughs> but I say you've only got five weeks in this season left. Uh oh. 
<laughs> so you better uh, you better hurry up. You know what? Let's do one more. King of the Hill hey, is coming back. Yeah, Mike Judge said. Mike Judge said it. They are uh, they are working on Arlen through the lens of 2023. So does this mean that they're going to age up characters? I would imagine. Because I think he's, I think, because I think he said it is a continuation. It is not so a reboot. I don't know if I want to live in a world with a twenty-year-old Bobby. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they don't necessarily have to age up the characters to put them in the modern day. Yeah, that's true. I, and they don't even really need to explain it because time passed on the original show without sure. anyone aging. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true at all. Uh, Joseph aged. Oh, be, but yeah. But that was in he service even, of he, a joke where well, because he's aging to look more and more like John Redcorn. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he also he also went through uh, different voice actors. He actually went through a uh, puberty. He actually yeah. went through puberty and it's actually documented in the show. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so I'm excited time passed for one character. For one character. <laughs> but I'm really excited to see King of the Hill come back. He'll come back and, and he'll be dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because time passed for him, but no one no else. No one else, yes. He's the only one allowed to age. Oh, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for more King of the Hill. I, uh, I I don't think I gave it as fair a shake when I was much younger, but as a, an adult, I find a lot of comedy in those old episodes of King of the Hill. Oh, it's one of the all-time classics. It is, it is yeah, my wife's one. comfort show. Oh, good. She loves watching it. It's like her... You know, if I'm just laying on the couch trying to snooze or whatever, it's on. Or if she just wants some background background noise, it's on. I mean, we have rewatched the series. I don't even know how many times. Nice. Between nice. that and Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Uh, Mike Judge knows how to bring a show back, too, because they brought back Beavis and Butthead twice. <laughs> and it was good both times. Like, it never went away. So... I have yeah. no doubt this will be oh, very good. Oh, it'll be good. It'll, yeah, he wouldn't bring it back if he didn't have an idea for it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, pretty much almost anybody can come back except Luann and Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know. The but they they went to somewhere. They went somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they, they went somewhere in-universe. I, yeah. I can't remember. All right. Well, hey, we have actually hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and if you want to support us, Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, which is now written on the board, which is good because I don't have it on my phone to look I, up. I got, I got you, buddy. Yeah. It's uh, 419-561-5556. Uh, leave us a message and we might play it on the show. You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. I'd like to thank super friend of the show, Parker, for manning the Facebook page and coming up with some of these great news articles. And also thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Whoa!